Welcome to the Seriously Social Podcast with your host, Simone Douglas. This episode features an interview with Tanya Jolly from DNA Security Solutions. Okay, so uh, welcome to this episode of the Seriously Social Podcast. I'm joined today by Tanya Jolly from DNA Security Solutions. Tanya, thanks for taking some time out today. Thanks, Simone, for having me. Hi, it's my... great to be here. Yeah, my absolute pleasure. Um, so maybe you can just start by giving us the Cliff Notes version as to how you've ended up on the red chairs today. Sure. Um, so really an absolute accidental entrepreneur. Um had a number of businesses that I guess have through years have taught me different skill sets and and I've been involved in different industry sectors Um, and to be honest sometimes during that journey I often wondered why I was there Um, and then sort of 15 years ago we had a a company called um, Technotronics and we worked with Saypol in a first generation um, property marking security product. Um, They then asked us could you develop uh, a product that marked criminals at crime scenes at the time that the crime was occurring with unique forensic evidence so that they could catch up with them at another time and place mm-hmm. and have the correct forensic evidence to actually link the criminal back to the crime scene. Yeah, cool. That started us on our journey. That is how we developed DNA Security Solutions. Mm-hmm. That's how DNA Guardian came in, came to be birthed, yeah. I guess. Um, and then we realised that the most needy sector in the market was retail. Yeah. Uh, for us here in Australia, specifically gaming, um, hotel hospitality mm-hmm. venues, of course. Yeah. Um, you know, the dynamics within each industry changes over time. And mm-hmm. so the old bank robberies that used to happen yeah. sort of shifted down a level, if you like, to the hotel sector uh, because of their physical target hardening and, yeah. and the fact that branches have become very difficult to actually get into they these have. days. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, the, the criminal, um, I guess, attacks and, and their focus then became who's the next softest target. Yeah, and hotels generally are, yeah, having been in that industry a very long time. That's so. exactly right. And the previous industry that I was involved in was hospitality back oh, okay. in the beginning of the 2000s. And yeah, cool. I had a, um, a fat, fantastic job and a, and a brilliant uh, sort of three and a half years in, in SA hospitality, and I absolutely yeah. loved it. Um, I was really sad to have to have left, but those three and a half years were just magic grounding for yeah. us when we realised then that actually hospitality was going to be a great fit for what we had developed. Yeah. Um, and we were going to be able to provide a fabulous solution for those businesses. Yeah, cool. So in your career span, I suppose, having worked in all those different industries, what um, has been the thing that surprised you most about where your networks fall in that? So like how the networks have kind of followed you through? I'm not not sure that anything's actually sort of surprised me. Um, I guess what I have learnt, though, is that you need to put effort into creating your networks, creating your relationships and keeping them. Yeah. Um, And so you get out of anything, whatever you're willing to put into it. Um, And you have to be able and willing to put in first. So you give before you receive. You know, you give of yourself, you give of your time, Mm -hmm. you give of your interest um, before you then do the ask. Yeah. Uh, And I think that has been my biggest 
lesson and often you don't need to ask yeah. once you've given and people get to know who you are and yeah. your generosity and and that you're there for the right reasons um in whatever you know um industry or networking yeah. or whatever it is whatever group that you're in it's sometimes you don't even have to really do a, a formal ask for help or for something yeah. because you they just, just want to help yeah, yeah that's right they offer and you know it might just be in a conversation that you oh you know I'm having a bit of a difficulty with this or yeah. hey you know what did you do in this situation I'm, I'm kind of there now and I'm stuck mm. um, and and so then it, it comes very organically as opposed to actually having to yeah. formally tap somebody on the shoulder and say hey excuse me but can you help me in this area yeah and I think there are two types of uh, sales people in the world often so like um you know and in business so we take a very relationship based selling approach so the relationship's always more important than the sale as always yeah yeah and um but then you have the other type of person sometimes i get messages from them on linkedin mm-hmm. um you know that that they take it what i call a burn and churn approach so it's just a numbers game of flipping contacts until someone finally says yes yes um but you know when I um, talk to my guys, and I think, like you said, you're very similar in your approach to business and definitely from what I've seen, you know, online, but it's about, um, you know, just help the people. Yes. And then everything else will take care of itself. Yeah, absolutely. And I've, I guess we've always, I have been the kind of sales, marketing um, focus of our business. Yeah. And I've always taken... Um, the point of view that I, I shouldn't have to sell yeah. my solution or our technology. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, it's got a, a very, very important part to play yeah. in the businesses that see the risk yeah. and want to do something about it. Um, I, can't, I can't force that hand. Yeah. And when those businesses understand the risk and the impact to their business... You know, if they do, you know, suffer a, a criminal attack, mm-hmm. um, specifically even worse so if they're open. So it's the yeah. armed robbery situation yeah. in hospitality that has such a horrendous effect on the business. Yeah. Um, but it, it's it's once those it's once our customers get to that point that they the, the sale stops, like the selling as yeah. such stops. All I'm there to do is offer, to describe, you know, to show mm. people what it is, what um, benefits we can offer them. And then it's up to them to decide whether they have the risk or the need for that. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I'm a, I've always been a big believer that if you've got the right product, then yeah. the right people will come on board. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you find um, in your network... Like what? What things have you put in place to ensure that your network is forever expanding? So one of the um, issues I think not all business owners, but some business owners have, is that they get into a routine, mm-hmm. and they might have some informal networking that they do on a regular basis, or some structured networking that yeah. they do. Yeah. Um, but it's the only networking that they do, and what I tend to see with those types of business owners is that their networks constrict. How have you avoided that happening for you? So again, it's been it has. Uh, I guess it's been a conscious effort, but not yeah. a, not a difficult effort. Mm-hmm. And I have consciously, um, it, certainly in the last five years, 
gone after new networks yeah. so if there's new incubators opening mm -hmm. up you know I'll be the first person to put my hand up and say sure I'd like to know more how yeah. do I how do I become involved or mm -hmm. is this for me um, and so I have been very um, privileged I guess and very blessed to have been involved in a lot of different programs so in yeah. 2015 I was uh, the first South Australian woman taken into the Springboard Enterprises program in Australia yeah. um, that opened my networks up to America and you know then later on via that I was introduced into the Dwen network mm -hmm. um, so that's Dell's oh, okay, uh, yeah. women in enterprise networks um, a, a very high level uh, networking and um, uh, opportunity to go to some of their conferences around yeah. the world so it's not um, you know, it takes it takes effort to get involved in those things, yeah, but does. you've got to be willing to say yes. Yeah. As opposed to sort of going, oh, maybe or no. I, I guess I've always been Just that sort yes. of inquisitive yeah. type of person and gone, hey, I'll learn more. Yeah. I, I'm sure that there's more I can learn here. And so I'm just constantly reaching out to uh, the different um, opportunities that, yeah. that become available to me. Yeah. yeah, that's a really common theme when I talk to successful people in business and certainly for myself is that preparedness to say <laughs> yes and figure out the logistics afterwards often, yeah. but go, the opportunity looks like fun or it looks good or I'm going to learn something. Yeah. Um, and you, I, so often, you know, as a mum, and I, my kids are only 13 and 10, but, you know, often then the back thing in my head is when do I have the kids and, you know, who's going to look after them if I have to jump on a plane for three days? But it still all, like, works out. It does. It yeah. does. I think you make it work out. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm sure your your kids, as mine do, and we talk to them often because, yeah. you know, it they have to give as well. Yeah. Like, where we do ask sometimes that, you know, of their time. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, are very inspired by what it is that, that we do and I think proud um, and they love watching our journey yeah. and our growth and the roller coaster that we go on. I mean, yeah. they go on the ups with us, but they also come on the downs with us as well. Absolutely. So, you know, getting to learn that grit and that resilience mm. and learning to look at what opportunity looks like. You know, sometimes opportunity, um, when it knocks on the door, yeah. it can sound different at different times yeah. and it can look different at different times. Yeah. And some um, kind, sometimes it can look like a distraction, but it's not really, yeah. you know, or it's a sideways step or whatever else it might be. Yeah, that's... It's funny, I had um, a conversation with my kids in the car, well, it would have been about a year ago now, and it's when I really worked out how much of an impact talking to them about business has on where they want to go. Yeah. So they're in the back seat and I'm driving the car and Saxon's going, so Hunter, when you have your company, how many staff are you going to have? <laughs> and he goes, and if we got a building together and then you could be on the top floor. And anyway, so I'm listening to them. And then Saxon, my youngest, pops up and he's like, oh, and mum, you know, when you're not making the world a better place, you can be our receptionist. Oh, and I was like, bless. oh, honey, thank you. Mummy's never going to be anyone's receptionist. <laughs> but, you know, there is a place for that. But I'm too busy doing the other things. Oh. And then I said to him, but the fact that you think I make the world a better place, I'll take that one. That's, yeah, absolutely. You know, that's just gold, yeah. isn't it? I mean, at yeah. the end of the day, that's what you want to be doing. Yeah. I think that's, like you say, all, all good business people, that's all we want to be doing is making the world world a better place yeah. with whatever product or service or solution that we're coming up with you know it's that incremental um, 
progress yeah, that, absolutely. That, that we're making. Well, and um, I think too, I was having a conversation with my friend Brad, uh, he's the sponsorships manager for Bendigo Bank, and he said, you know, the thing that I love about the way that you network um, is it's never about what's in it for you. It's always just about like introducing people to people yeah. and just seeing what happens. And yeah. I said, well, it's a bit like mad scientist really, because I'll be like, I'll host a lunch and I'll put 20 people in a room for no other purpose than putting 20 people in a room. Yeah. They all own their businesses. They sit down and I'm always fascinated about like who do, ends up doing business with who and who connects to who and the gravitation yeah. and the cross pollination yeah, of different. It's yeah. Fascinating. It is. It is. And I've got to say, I, I actually have learned to really love and thrive networking events for that reason. Yeah. Because I think, you know, for me, watching other people and learning how they deal with what what might be a typically very broad and and um topic sector like yeah. you know you might say marketing for yeah. instance right you know and they might be in a very very different industry and a very different category to what what we're in but i think there's always learnings and there's always those sort of you know um getting to understand how they've connected with their target market you yeah. know how do they um resonate how do they stay uh relevant yeah how do they celebrate you know and and so this was something that i learned very recently um mm. so i am good friend of mine rachel um, Kidwell from TC Pinpoint. Yeah. Um, Rach is, you know, fabulous with this sort of stuff. And just recently she started putting up some, you know, congratulations and, you know, celebration of different anniversaries with some of her, yeah, her customers, cool. which has been brilliant. And I reached out to her and I said, that's fabulous. I'm going to steal your idea. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so ha- keep a watch out for some, yeah. some of our, our social media is sort of changing a little bit. Yeah. And, um, no, adding to it I shouldn't yeah. say changing the stuff that the, the sort of the celebration and the introduction of all of our new customers as yeah. we come as they come along has been an important part of our growth yeah um and it's been an important part of sort of growing our brand and growing our purpose uh but we're just going to add some more into it and we're going to start celebrating and we're you know we're going to start sort of being um I, I guess just proud of the achievements that um, not just we, because we can't do it on our own. Yeah. Uh, it's always about our team and our customers. So we couldn't do without our customers. Absolutely. But I think that that's a really um, good point probably to capture and to finish on is um, don't forget to be proud of yeah. your achievements and your customers. Yeah. I'm, you know, one of those people who's forever looking for the next thing that I can do. Um, and so often, you know, when we end up finalists in the Telstra Business Awards or whatever else it is that, you know, happens, um, someone will say to me a week after the event, oh, congratulations. And I'm like, oh, for what? You know, because it was a week ago <laughs> yeah. and I've already moved. But, you know, it's that thing of um, I'm definitely trying to stop for slightly longer yes. to celebrate achievements. But also, like you said, celebrating the business journey. Yes. And, and I think too... Um, it's actually okay to brag about it. We need to find a better name, a better word than brag. Yeah, we do, because it's fact. I mean, if yeah. you've managed to grow a business, that's not a brag. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a solid fact. Yeah. You know, and we, we want to, um, I, I think there's nothing better than to be able to celebrate success. And, yeah. you know, one of the reasons why I have been um, so passionate about being on the board of Women in Innovation for here in South Australia for such a long time is you know, for my beautiful 
girls yeah. you know you can't be what you can't see absolutely and and so if we can see constantly you know not just women but but all all business owners yeah. grow and succeed and celebrate that success we know that we can get there too yeah absolutely and i think i've very much got to that point in recent history where um i'm refusing now to apologize for being good at what i do because I think that sometimes you'll have you'll encounter people in life, especially on social media. Everyone bloody has an opinion. Let's be honest. Yeah, I didn't say that out loud, but I did. But um, but you know, often people will say, you know, oh, you know, you're posting about this deal, or you've just done this, or blah, you know. And someone said to me the other day, um, who shall remain nameless, but you know, they were basically like, oh, you might want to think twice about you know talking about X, Y, and Z. You know, you're coming off as a little bit arrogant. And I went. Ari, if and I actually said to them, which is I've never used these words before. I said, if it was a man that was doing the same thing mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. would that be perceived as arrogant? Mm. And the person asking me the question happened to be a man, and it, and he was like, well, no. And I was like, oh, this is interesting. Yeah. So because all, all I'm doing is talking about my business achievements, things that I've done, things yeah. that I've worked really hard for, yeah. that I'm really proud of. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think as human beings, so not just gender bias but you know i think as human beings we have to we have to change the cultural um expectation in australia that you can't be proud of what you do absolutely and vocally proud oh, ab- absolutely yeah. and i think that there is a, a a big opportunity for us to mature in that aspect yeah um but i i yeah in an in a good way yeah. i i don't want us i'd hate for us to go over the top yeah as some countries do with their successes and their achievements. So I think that there's a a nice middle area where we can do more than what we're doing now, but still not be arrogant. Yeah, (laughs) that's exactly right. And um, I I guess I'd say to you, Simone, that um, perhaps maybe those people are just not your tribe. Yeah, quite possibly. (laughs) If they don't, if they're not happy to share your success and your celebration and celebrate with you, then maybe they're just not your tribe. That's, you know, that's a really nice way to end it. Tanya, thanks very much for joining me today. Thank you, Simone. It's been delightful. Awesome. Thank you for listening to the Seriously Social podcast. See our website for more details at www.socialmediaaok.com.au slash podcast. Check the show notes for credits, music used in the program, and more details about our guests.